What are you going to do to me? If you can't kill, then what are you good for, Dalek? What's the point of you? You're nothing. What the hell are you here for? I am waiting for orders. What does that mean? I am a soldier. I was bred to receive orders. Well, you're never going to get any. Not ever. I demand orders. They're never going to come. Your race is dead. You all burn, all of you. Ten million ships on fire. The entire Dalek race wiped out in one second. Goodbye. I watched it happen. I made it happen. You destroyed us. I had no choice. And what of that time, lords? Dead. They burnt with you. The end of the last great time war. Everyone lost. It's just battle armor, the real Dalek creatures inside. What does it look like? A nightmare. It's a mutation. The Dalek race was genetically engineered. Every single emotion was removed except hate. Genetically engineered? By whom? By a genius, Van Stan. By a man who was king of his own little world. You'd like him. It's been on Earth for over 50 years. Sold a private auction, moving from one collection to another. Why would it be a threat now? Because I'm here. How did it get to Earth? Does anyone know? The records say it came from the sky like a meteorite. It fell to Earth on the Ascension Islands, burnt in its crater for three days before anybody could get near it, and all that time it was screaming. It must have gone insane. Must have fallen through time, the only survivor. You talked about a war? The Time War. The final battle between my people and the Dalek race. But more of the Time War later. In the Utah base, the Dalek was the jewel in billionaire Henry Van Staten's crown of collected alien artifacts. But not even his heavily armed and highly trained private army could stand against the Dalek once it had broken free. The Dalek rises into the air and with one blast sets off the water sprinklers. With another, it electrocutes its attackers. And this is the first deadly lesson to learn about a Dalek. Not that its firepower has an almost unlimited destructive force or that it can fly, those things are self-evident, but that inside its domed metallic battle armor exists a thinking alien mind, which is both cunning and evil. Hello? Are you in pain? My name's Rose Tyler. I've got a friend he can help. He's called the Doctor. What's your name? Yes. What? I am in pain. They torture me. But still they fear me. Do you fear me? No. No, we can help. I welcome death, but I am glad that before I 
extrapolates cellular information and energy from the biomass of a time traveler, the doctor's companion, Rose. It lures her into emotional sympathy with its plight, gets what it needs, breaks free, and wreaks havoc. In the absence of commands from its superiors, its intention is simply to exterminate all who stand in its path. Its downfall is that it also absorbed human characteristics from Rose. But instead of being humanized, the Dalek loathes itself for not being true to its heritage. It simply craves some kind of release. Freedom. Its casing opens to reveal the helpless creature inside. Than that. Rose did more than regenerate you. You've absorbed her DNA. You're mutated. Something new. I'm sorry. Isn't that better? Not for a darling. true Dalek, this lone survivor opts for oblivion. It's a measure of a Dalek's ruthless determination that if it can't conquer, enslave or exterminate, it prefers death. So what do we know of the Daleks so far? That they possess a cunning intelligence that they can fly and kill with devastating efficiency, that they're the sworn enemies of the Doctor's people, the Time Lords, and that they're intent on universal domination. But we've only just scratched the surface, because the story of the Dalek conquests is an epic struggle between everything we hold to be civilized and an enemy that will stop at nothing. 
the worst is yet to come. So where do the Daleks come from? To answer that question, we have to travel back in the Doctor's timeline to his first Dalek encounter. Being a Time Lord, the Doctor has the ability to regenerate, to renew and change all the cells in his body and become an almost entirely different person. Time Lords generally use this facility only when they're suffering from a fatal illness or injury. So the Doctor we encounter here is a very different man from the one who faced that solitary Dalek in Utah. This doctor is a rather tetchy, slightly devious old man who seems to have virtually no directional control over his time and space machine, the TARDIS. By accident, he lands on the planet Scaro. It's a pretty dreadful place. Dark, inhospitable, and all you can see in every direction is a jungle of twisted, dead trees that crumble when you touch them. Understandably, the Doctor's companions aren't keen on staying. The whole place gives them a feeling of eerie foreboding. But once the Doctor discovers a gleaming metal city in the distance, he's so determined to explore it that he actually sabotages his own ship in order to create a reason for staying. It's a big mistake. The Doctor, Susan, Ian and Barbara make the long trek to the city. They arrive, sick with exhaustion. The place is deserted. But in the process of exploring, they make a terrible discovery. Radiation sickness? Yes, I'm afraid so. The atmosphere here is polluted with a very high level of fallout, and we've been walking around in it completely unprotected. What? How much radiation? How badly?